Radio Australia. Oh, hang on, I've got to wait. I'm just going to mess all the timing up, mate. And you know how we're pedantic about our timing <laughs> and our professionalism around here. We are. We are. All right, now, so I just, just let the music just, yeah, it's beautiful. Jeez. It's like art. It's going to stop, I promise. And ready? We'll do this again. Ready? Okay. Okay. And silence. Come on. Come on. You can do it. It's Edge Radio Australia time, of course, for all about relationships. Scott Wayne, our invert those commas, expert in the building. Big ending coming your way. Mm. That was exciting, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> Nothing like using On the edge of my seat. Yeah, for special <laughs> effects. Makes me feel a bit flash. Makes me feel like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, well, that after, makes one of us. Oh, after this many years, you reckon I'd have some idea, but no, I'm making it up as I go along. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks for us, mate. Uh, it I have missed you. It's I've been you. a hell of a time. Been oh, just a little different. Yes, <laughs> different. We've, uh, we've both had our challenges. Oh, look, yes, and we'll talk about those probably off air. Yes, uh, probably uh, best. Probably best. But right now, we're going to focus on other people. We are. All right. So uh, I, I'm very excited for many different reasons. I haven't seen you a couple of weeks, and I love your company. And the other thing is, um, and I love the ability to pull a mickey out of you for, for, you know, a solid hour. But the other thing is, like, your preparation, it's a full page. It's a piece of page. It's A4, mate. What's going well, on? Well, actually, mm. I, I know that you like it when I've got <laughs> notes because it, give, it must give you some sense of, okay, we know what's mm. going on tonight. Sense. I mm. can sort of plan ahead and know what's yeah. going to happen. But I did this just for you. All right, let's have a look. Okay, hang on. <laughs> notes for tonight. I'm going to read this out. <laughs> notes for tonight's show. Now, on A4, as I say, not written on a postcard. or No, no it wasn't a postcard. Post, postage stamp. Postage stamp, pretty much. Okay. This is a point to discuss, so Aaron thinks we have notes. This is another point to discuss. This is something that Aaron can comment on. This is a subject to explore. You are just <laughs> pulling the mickey out of me. I don't know. Jeez. I thought you could do with a good laugh. I appreciate that very, very much. <laughs> so that is. So what, where's your real notes? If you could just get out. I, I do actually have Are they my on the end notes. of a thimble or something okay. like that? Okay. So, oh, there we go. So that's we're, my next we're back number of shows. Okay. So you've probably got about six or eight shows on there, and it's the size I of... I do. One, two, three. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, nine, nine shows. It's the size of the palm of your hand. Oh, just bigger than a business card. What's going on there? <laughs> All right. So what is the first thing written on that, that well, magical bit of paper? I've had lots of conversations mm -hmm. recently with people uh, because I run a speed dating thing. You so do? I've been talking to people that do that. I've been talking to people at my social events, uh, friends and family. And things like converse, um, conversations, relationships always come up of because course. obviously we have our challenges and yeah. things like that. And it gave me a catalyst, I suppose, for subject for a few shows. Okay. Okay. So one of them, this what I was going to do tonight, we've mm -hmm. sort of been through a little bit before, but I wanted to ex explore it more in depth. Okay. And we're very similar in our viewpoints and yeah. our experiences and etc. So I thought it would be good to just bounce off each other. And we might be similar in our experiences, but you see, I, I continue the train wreck. You've gone out there. <laughs> okay. Right now, I've got splinters. I've got I've got sleepers everywhere. What can I say? This is it's a mess, right? But uh, you know, you've gone and got some research and cleaned up your act. It's yeah, impressive. But, but to give you some credit, mm. though, you're still trying to do the best you can. Oh, absolutely. And that's all you anyone ever can Spot do. Spot on, my friend. Absolutely right. so true. So right. good on you for that. Yeah, pat on the back. Kudos, nice. etc. I appreciate that. No, no worries. <laughs> so what I wanted to look at was the evolution of our perception of relationships. Okay. Okay. So we've spoken before about how we 
um, have relationships modelled for us. Mm -hmm. We have the attitudes, the beliefs, the behaviours uh, imprinted on us as children yeah. through media, our family, extended and immediate, etc. And how that forms yep. what we end up with mm -hmm. and then how those experiences then shape what direction we go in. Okay. All right. All right. So that's what I thought I'd look at tonight. Just see where it goes. You know, for yeah. now and then, just throw caution to the wind and see what happens. I'm feeling like a redhead right now. What is the shape of you? <laughs> oh, oh, God. You, you don't. Oh, just so, don't. So bad. Yeah, about three people in our, in our audience are going to understand that terribly, terribly bad game. <sighs> and I don't know if that's a good thing it's or a bad thing not. that it's oh, only that many. No, Eddie, anyway. Come on. So when we're children... Mm -hmm. And especially when we're like pre-primary, because that's our most vul not vulnerable, mm. our most um, impressionable? malleable, Ooh, yeah, like malleable, impressionable yep. part of our life. Okay. Up to the age of seven, sure. we're like little sponges. We're absorbing everything, mm. and those attitudes yep. become our blueprint okay. for where we go in our life. With attitudes to everything. Gotcha. All right. Yep. Now. I was discussing this with um, someone last night, how with a lot of people, they don't understand mm -hmm. that when you bring a child into a relationship, yeah. it changes the dynamics. Of course it does. Like a lot, of, a lot of people go, oh, we'll just have a kid. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, no, no. You're bringing in something that is going to move the dynamic between a, two adults yes. into a triangle. It's a, and it's, gonna, it's a new relationship in yeah, some ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a very biased triangle. <laughs> okay. Because the mother's attentions mm. invariably will focus on the child. And that's not to say the father doesn't focus on the yep. child. His role is still as the protector and yeah. all of that. It just changes. The yeah. mother just becomes more focused on the child. Mm. Now, if the couple don't work together to maintain that relationship, yep. that's going to create problems and friction. Okay. And this is why a lot of people, once they have kids, mm -hmm. the real challenges start. So that's why oh. I cited people, if your relationship's not pretty good, don't have kids. No Band-Aid children, please. Exactly. Oh. exactly. Can we get that into a bumper sticker? <laughs> I, know. I know, we should. So anyway, mm. now that young child will grow up yep. in its early years seeing that friction between the parents, mm -hmm. all right? So if the, let's say the father feels unloved, sure. all right? So he's on the outer, he's looking at this new relationship. Yep. He will have a degree of disappointment, frustration, etc. Okay. The mother will feel a degree of resentment from to him because mm. he'll be all needy. You know, he'd be yeah. like, what about me? Why, why am I left out? That's right. Because he's still important. Oh, yeah, no, they just don't understand that change in dynamics. Mm. So the child will see this fractured relationship, okay. and that could become their template for a relationship. They'll think that's how it's meant to happen. Now, if that happens in their early years, mm. even if the parents fix it, yep. once the child's past seven, yeah. doesn't matter, it's, that blueprint's already been laid. Really good point. Okay. And a lot of people don't think enough about how much their children are influenced sure. by the way they talk. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, one thing totally that a lot of parents do, and I know we're going into a little bit of the parenting relationship. It's yeah, but important this, it though. Is a relationship. It, yeah, it impacts yeah. on the child. Of course. So, if you like, I don't know what your parents are like or what the people listening's parents were mm -hmm. like, but my parents didn't argue in front of us. Okay. All right. Which yeah. I think a lot of people do. And I think's wrong. Right. 
because you need if, to explain this one to me. Okay, right. so if you and your partner have managed to work out how to argue like adults, sure, and you negotiate and you bounce things backwards and forwards and find a win-win and you work out why you were hurt and all that sort of thing. Yep. If you reach some sort of resolution, the child sees how to deal with that, that properly. process of, yeah. Okay, but a lot of people don't. So even if they do it effectively, they do it behind closed doors, yeah, okay. the child then grows up and moves into their relationships mm -hmm. with no idea how to resolve conflict, and I was one of them. Sure. All right? So I went in not understanding why I was sort of so wound up, hurt, etc. Yep. And I also didn't know the way to react in a healthy way. No, you well, you've seen that it's sort of taken away. It's sort of yeah, it's 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 kind of um, taboo. You can't yeah. can't be seen in front of the kids. And and it's like um, I saw a little post a while ago mm. where I like it because I totally agree with this. When you start dating someone, yep. at some point you've got to start having the hard conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, the mm -hmm. way you view parenting, the way you view money, the way sure. you view careers, who makes what choices, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, a little tip, not the first date, just saying. Yeah, okay. I know, I know people that have <laughs> had do. people that do that. Oh, and it's like, yeah. oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. So at some point you've got to have those conversations because if you don't, mm -hmm. when those situations come up, you're not prepared for them. Yeah, and, and this is look. I have discovered this in relationships when you've got a different <coughs> argument style, when you've got a different uh, conflict style, when you've got a different parenting style. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah. And very few people discuss that. No, of course not. In fact, one of the things I always say is people will spend months and months and months planning a wedding, mm -hmm. down mm -hmm. to the finest detail. You know, the colour of the napkins. Oh, yeah. We're choosing between two different shades of white. It's like really. The ivory, but, the bone, the off-white. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. But they will spend absolutely no time planning the relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like any wonder that we have a high divorce rate. Now, I've just I know a, I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> uh, still got the T-shirt. Go on. So your child, if you want them to have healthy relationships, yep. they need to see what healthy relationships are like. Monkey see, monkey do, right? Absolutely. Mm. And it's the old... One where parents will say, do as I say, not do as I do. And it's just like, no, no, no. You can say that till the cows oh, come yeah, home. Yeah. They will always model after you. It's like when I used to tell my kids when I do something on the road, it's all right, it's, it, that's illegal, but not when dad does it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a trained professional, that's kids. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. No, no, move on, move on. Anyway, so that sort of thing impacts us greatly. Sure. Also, taboo subjects. Mm -hmm. All right, so my parents, as I grew up, were typical of parents where you didn't discuss sex or money not, yeah. or all of these sorts mm -hmm. of things. So when you go into a relationship, you're very unprepared sure. for how to discuss that. Um, I don't know if I told you about money types. I think we did do a thing about money types, savers, spenders. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely, yes, yes. So I can't recall if I told this story. I'll tell it again because it's valid. Mm -hmm. I went to one of these... Um, convention centre expo thingies, right? Okay. And it was all about money types. Okay. And this is where I, I, this sure I learned it. Right, I thought you were going to talk about expo, but okay. All right, totally different. Yeah, that, that was, that's another day. Next week. Okay. Anyway, the guy said, he explained what the four types were, right. and he said, right, so I want everyone to go to different corners of the room according yep. to your type. And so this was with my previous partner. And he says, if you're a spender, mm -hmm. go over to there. And I went over there. 
Okay. Because that's how I'd been modelled. Yep. And my partner at the time went over to Savers. Mm. Now, I know that most relationships break over money. Exactly. And it's not yeah. the money itself. It's the way we view it, how we mm. handle it and all of that sort of thing. And I looked over and went, uh-oh, well, she's a saver and I'm a spender. This isn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. And so it was good because it woke me up to go, you know what? I need to look at me yeah, and okay. how I view it so I can yeah, become why, a healthier version of... Yeah, and why you're a spender or for that matter. Why oh, I know exactly yeah. why. Okay. And that was a good thing. It made me look back and go, oh, okay. And it's the same thing with anything, with a relationship. Okay. You've got to look back and go, where did I l- get this hammer mm-hmm. in my toolbox <laughs> to that I'm pounding that it? Exactly. <laughs> it's... Who gave it to me? Who modelled it for oh. me? Did it, did I get it from my parents? Was it the media? Was it you know because we watch TV oh, shows that model relationships, sure. and invariably it's not a healthy relationship. Think married with children, that sort of thing. <laughs> so if that's what's being modelled and pushed into our head, mm. it's no wonder that we have so many struggles. Yeah. Very true. All right. Yeah. So when we start off, that's a very impressionable age. So if there's any parents with young kids, start thinking about how you're demonstrating what a relationship looks like to your child. Get them to watch Bluey. I've heard stories about Bluey. Me too. I haven't watched it, but I'm telling you right now, it seems to really promote, yeah, families and, and togetherness. And, yeah, and a lot of adults are totally yeah. into it too. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, I might get myself onto that one. I, I know, think. I know. Could be too late for me, but in the first seven years. <laughs> never too late. Never, never yes, too never. late. Good point. But, uh, okay, there, but there, what I'm getting at, there are examples out there that are, are positive, right? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, though. They don't generally get the numbers. So, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blue is the exception, yeah. unfortunately. So once you go through your seven years of being impressionable and malleable and programmed, yep. you then move into your post-seven, age seven bracket, I suppose. Sure. And so you start having relationships with your friends, mm-hmm. you've got relationships with your siblings, with your parents, and all of these things influence mm-hmm. how you turn out as a partner. Because that's where you learn things like where I sit in the hierarchy. Do sure. I have a strong enough presence okay. to be able to stand up for myself? Do I become a doormat? Do I, you know, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of these, these sorts of things come in. So those sorts of things then start to influence us, especially once we get to those tumultuous teenage years. Oh, yeah, where I did some of my best thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've got friends that are, their daughters and sons are going through these, this mm. impression. Oh, not impressionable. Yeah. Oh, it's a, transitional. Yeah, it's not a pleasant stage because no. you're very confused. You're trying to find out where you sit in the yeah. world and how you stand up for yourself and what you're going to do, and it's a, a very confusing stage of your life. I just I look back and think to my parents, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And that's something like, only as an adult you look back man, and go, oh. man, I was an idiot as yeah. a teenager. It's like that quote of Mark, Mark Twain's. The one where he says, at the age of 14, I couldn't stand to be around my old man. He was that ignorant. By the time I turned 21, I was amazed at how much he'd learnt in seven years. (laughs) And it's funny that, and it's true, because we view our parents that way. And it's only later when we look back and go, I knew nothing. Nothing. And we thought we knew absolutely (laughs) everything. Oh, I'll tell you right now. Mate, we need a break. We do. And uh, look, I haven't seen you for a while. And having you back in the chair, it's just, it's... It's a slice of heaven. It's <laughs> <laughs> Radio Australia, all about relationships.
hundred percent, apparently. Oh. And I did dig that. Thank you very much, Crystal Waters. Very, very nice. It's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. And uh, look, we give 100%, don't we, mate? Like, damn straight. Oh, damn straight. I'm feeling a bit... Look, I, I was going to actually give myself a figure in the 90s, but that would be such a fib. <laughs> I'm not a pass mark at the moment. I'm running on three hours sleep. I am a bit average, but... Um, yeah, happy to be here, mate. I, you know what? It's just uh, your happy place. Absolutely. I love doing this. Oh, isn't this fun? Isn't this fun? And we get to touch a lot of lives. Um, in fact, I think we've got some uh, questions that, are, again, I'm so prepared that they've actually come through uh, on the email. So I might have to check that in the break, actually, and have a bit of a – because we did actually get a couple of questions. Nice. I just remembered it now. Look, preparation. My preparation is worse than you're your – I was just going to say, you're almost worse than me. <laughs> All right, my friend. Now – where are we going from here? We, we've, we've, we're in episode two, well, section two. What would we call it? Who cares? Well, we, we've here. got into the teen years. That's that's it. All right. So the fun thing about teen years, mm. as we joked about, you think you know everything, but it's only as you get older and you realise you know nothing. Absolutely. However, that perception can lead us to make choices mm. that may not work in our favour. So sometimes if we've got, say, low self-esteem, the first person that shows us attention, allows us to feel like yep. we're worth something, we latch onto them. Okay. Now, they could be the most horrible, toxic person. Mm -hmm. However, if they allow us to feel good, even just for a moment, sure. we'll hang on to them. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, hang on. Now, you've said that in the teenage years. Yeah? I know. It goes, well, that does okay. go on and on okay. and on. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I will make, you know, no reservation about the fact that, I mean, I did this in my 30s. You know, like, oh, geez, you know, you batted your eyelids at me, you said some nice things. <laughs> yeah, but, that's, but this is what I've said many times before. Yeah. If you go from that relationship to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, mm. and you've still only got your hammer, yeah. you're still doing the best you can. And this is one thing, when I figured this one out and realised that analogy, and this is why I use it so much, is because when I meet people mm. who start to beat themselves up because they kept attracting the same toxic person or narcissistic yep. person or whatever, they start to beat themselves up as if they're an idiot. And I'm like, yep. no, 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 no. Be gentle with yourself because yeah. you're doing the best you can. That is exactly right. Like we're given the tools that we've got. And I, the great thing about human beings is we can learn new skills. Right? We can. Uh, sure, not IT, but, you know, when it comes to relationships and stuff, uh, if we're if we open ourselves to it, right? I think that's probably the thing. Right? Honestly, absolutely, you, you know, you've got to make that. Con well, in my case, I can't speak for everybody, but I had to make a conscious decision. I am attracting the same personality traits. I am attracting people who yep. basically want to use me. Okay, that I you know I become you know a host to you know all these leeches. All right. Now, I can't just go, oh, geez, they're all horrible leeches. I mean, you've got to look at yourself and go, guess Absolutely. what? Absolutely. Like, you know, there's a, there's a reason why you're bringing these people. And in my case, it was, you know, I had that, uh, um, you know, basically a, a rescuer syndrome, I guess, would be the, the best way to describe it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, but the, you have to make that conscious decision. You've got to say to yourself, right, I'm changing this and I'm changing it now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the hardest bit. It's a big moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was looking at my previous relationships and noticing that I kept putting them above me mm. and I became more and more of a doormat. And that's yep. not what women want. No. They want a bloke that's strong and confident and capable, etc. So when I realised that about myself, it sure. was a case of, okay, this is going to be super uncomfortable standing up for myself. Yep. However, I need to do it. 
Because yes. otherwise, I'll keep attracting those same sort of women. Oh, damn right. And I'll never get to what I deserve. If so. you meet a woman and she asks you your pronouns, my advice is run like hell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, the, this is not relationship advice. Exactly. <laughs> see an expert. Which clearly I'm Consult not. your health, healthcare <laughs> professional. Or don't. Or don't. So, mm. we're in our teenage years. We are. And in our, we'll say up to 25, mm. we can be severely damaged and hurt okay. and carry that pain forward. Like when my first wife left, it would have been very easy for me to be- become bitter and label all women as you know derogatory terms. Sure. However, I was lucky because I knew some bloody good women. That's the big saving. So I was able to go, not all women are like that. Yep. Why do I keep attracting those ones? Mm-hmm. So that's where I started with it. Good old self-reflection. Yeah. Trouble is it took a, quite a while <laughs> until I started looking back uh, at me. That was uh, the hard bit. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the key. As you said, when you can look at yourself and go, if I want to be in control of this from now on, mm-hmm. I have to realise that I was in control before yeah. But I was in in control unconsciously. Mm, deep. It is. And like I was only discussing this last night with some people where we have this basic attitude of relationships that we get from um, Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung and all of these sorts of people where we attract the partner who is the image of our opposite sex parents so we can heal them, rescue them, whatever. Okay. And... If that's true, and I sort of subscribe to it because on, a, on an unconscious level that's true. Okay. Once you bring it conscious, though, mm. it becomes a very different animal. Yeah, I agree. You know, you can't deal with something until you acknowledge it. Sure. So if you carry that negative view forward from your experiences as a teenager and as a young adult past the age of 25, mm. you risk that becoming a lifelong habit. Absolutely. All right. But and again, I'll... when you're 25, okay, we, I, I mean, I really thought I knew everything. I thought I was, you know, king of Ireland, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at 25, you st- and, look, and I'm sitting here now, you know, I've you know, fallen on the wrong side of 50, um, and I'm still a work in progress. Like, when does it stop? It doesn't. Jeez. Come on, Wayne. Give me a date. A date. Okay, come on. <laughs> okay, next Thursday. Oh, excellent. Okay. Up us two. And and if I was honest and look back on my journey, mm. I was in my 30s before I even matured. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So that's when I started to... Look, Wayne, it's only recently I've started buying matured cheese because I never... I always bought semi-matured because I didn't want a, cho- a, a, a cheese that could talk down to me. <laughs> We got to talk to your joke writer. Go on, anyway. That's it. Yeah. So that was where I started to look at me. Uh, okay. You know, and it was a hard journey. It always is when you're looking in the mirror. So, with our relationships, as we move forward from 25, we can either keep repeating those. Attitudes, yeah. those behaviours, those beliefs. And I've met people in their 50s, 60s and 70s that are still doing the same silly mm. stuff they did years ago. In fact, here's a story. I don't know if I've told this one. Okay. I have, as I've mentioned, social groups. Yes. All right, meet-up groups. And I'll tell you right now, 
you need to plug these and really plug them hard because these are really good things, mate. They bring people together. Mm. Okay, just... Uh, I made I, some amazing people. I just want to encourage, from my point of view, I really want to encourage people to do this. It is so easy to sit on your couch or, or go oh, through absolutely. your routines or whatever. Absolutely. Get out there. And even if we're not talking about a romantic partner, okay, if we're just talking about your social interactions with other humans. Exactly. Humans, most of them, um, are bloody wonderful. Right? Absolutely. And they're so good for your soul. And with all this technology and everything like that, we, we're getting sort of, we're so disattached to each other. Mm. I, I really encourage people to use, you know, uh, look, systems like you've got in place or and events that you do, all of those kind of things. Because, yeah, it's such an important part of the human psyche and experience. Absolutely. Mm. At, at the end of the day, we all want to be connected mm. to other human beings. And the more connections we have, or quality connections, yeah. not Facebook friends. No. I'm talking people you actually sit down with and would invite to your home. Proper, and that's the key. Yep, yeah, yeah. Lego connections. That's the one. Makes a click. There we go. <laughs> so, anyway, as mm. I was saying, mm. my meetup groups. Yep. All right. And you are right. If you are looking at building your social connections with anything, there are meetup groups for everything. Like if you're into crocheting or ancient literature, you'll find a Facebook, I mean a Facebook, a meetup group for it. Okay. They're, they're brilliant. I love them. And anyway, I'll have this event I call um, Burning Questions. Yes. All right? Well, that's a bit rude. <coughs> burning. I mean, geez, mate, it's a bit raw. Things are sensitive for me at the moment. Come on. That wasn't fair because you know I wasn't referring to <laughs> I know, that. I know. Oh, oh, anyway. Dear. Go on. So it, where it came from mm -hmm. was I had, I've got a friend of mine and we both knew this bloke, yep. and he kept wearing crappy shoes. And okay. I said to him, man, you've got to wear nicer shoes. Women notice that. And he's like, no, they don't. And I'm like, they Ooh. do. And he wouldn't believe me, either of us. And, okay. you know, my friend's a female, and she's like, no. We do. They, they do. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to create an, an event mm -hmm. where people can ask these sorts of questions. You know, do women really notice a bloke's shoes? And what the, what happens is the people write a question yep. on a slip of paper. So it's an I am and they circle man, woman. And I want to ask the men, women, because sometimes you might want to ask the other blokes or the other okay. women. Makes sense. And they write their question. They hand it to me. So I've got a big pile of them. Yep. And I read the question out. And then we have a, a discussion about it. And I'm one of these people nowadays where I'm like, everything's on the table. Damn right. You know what? Stuff mm -hmm. the taboos. If you want to talk about death, religion, politics, whatever, bring it on. Cool. Bring it on. And we've had this one particular mate, mm. and there's about 60, 65% women. Okay. And the rest were blokes. And we were talking about the frustrations of dating. And one of these young guys, he would have been late 30s, early 40s, mm. he says, one of the things that annoys me is when I take a woman out with a on a date and I've spent the whole night buying a dinner and drinks and all of this sort of stuff, and it gets to the end of the night, and she won't. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. No way. Yeah, you might want to stop on. right there because those women outnumber us, and they will tear you limb from limb. And as they should. <clears throat> Absolutely. But I was gobsmacked that someone still had that attitude in today's world. All right? So that's this is what I'm talking about. What sort of experiences mm. did he have in his life yep. where he but, would have yeah. that attitude? I mean, did he get that from his parents? Was it was from his relationships in his early years? Sure. Is he like that cynical and guarded now that he's only interested in the sex and that's it? It's, it was just, yeah, I was, oh, wow. I, I, I'm certainly, geez, I do not want to defend that comment at all. But I, I'm going to explain something. Maybe he was that burnt. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find a reason why he would feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I have a lot of women ask me nowadays, mm. how do I find a bloke that's not just after friends with benefits? Sure. Because I, I meet all these women that go on dating at, um, apps and websites and things, and the amount of blokes that go, just in, interested, no strings attached, yep. friends with benefits, etc. And it's like, are you blokes that hurt that that's all you want, that quick bit of relief, mm. and then that's it? You don't want the emotional ca- connection? You, sure. Because I, I think I've mentioned this before, that sex is sex. You can, you can have sex with it. <clears throat> Excuse me, a hole in a watermelon if you want. <laughs> Warm it up first. (laughs) You're on your own. So, when you have the emotional connection with your partner, it transcends. Hold it exactly. It takes it to a whole new level, and you can only do that when you move into an established relationship. And you do that with a healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. and that's achieved by looking back on where you've been using the hammer in the past and go, Mm -hmm. well, where can I use an axe? Where can I use a chainsaw? And getting better tools so that you can get a better relationship now. And that's it's hard to look back, especially with people like your parents, because yeah. their parents do the best they can. They do. You know, so, I mean, well, it, it might sound like I'm bagging my parents a bit. And you are, mate. I mean, you know, they're, they're right now. They're right now in the fetal position, rocking back and forth, crying and crying. <laughs> no, it's because I realised years ago because... We all do it. We look back and go, what can I blame my parents for? Oh, yeah. I don't blame them for anything because they did the absolute best they could and they actually did a pretty good job. Unfortunately, they used their programming that they dragged from their childhood, you know, the don't talk about this and don't talk about that and don't have fights in front of the kids and all of that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff, which I feel would have benefited me if I'd seen all of that sort of stuff. And I say people could relate. Mm, I think they could. Yeah. Go on, mate. Yeah. So the... Going past the age of 25, we're starting to become supposedly mature adults. Mm -hmm. We're meant to be able to control our emotions. We're meant to be able to learn how to deal with conflict effectively. And the sad thing is if your your programming is really deep and really intense, that's going to be harder to shift. And that's the sort of stuff where people end up in therapy and Mm -hmm. couples counselling and all of this sort of thing. Not always the best thing. No. Depending on who you get, you've got to get someone that matches with you. Oh, they're so important. With any level of counselling or anything like that, you've got to have the right match of people, right? Absolutely. Simple as that. So if you get the wrong person, give them the flick, go find someone else. Shop for the person who works with you with chemistry. And that would be a big part of of couples counselling, I would tend to think. Exactly. And and I actually did that with one of my previous partners. Right. Sadly, Mm -hmm. the person who was counselling us had sessions with us individually and together. Right. And after like a dozen sessions went, you two need to work on your communication. It's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. That's why we're here. So she achieved virtually nothing, you know. Oh, so it was she, just... she filled a bank account, so that's all right. Exactly. Good for her. All right, mate. I'm going to play a song. Um, all right. What do you got for I me? I changed it. Um, I had something else. Oh. Uh, but I've been inspired by our conversation looking for that deeper meaning. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, you mentioned like friends with benefits, uh-huh. and it made me think about a song uh, that only Prince would sing about. Um, basically, that has one of the great lines in it. It's uh, twenty-two positions in a one-night stand, right? And uh, look, I'm telling you right now, I tried. I came up with nineteen. That's the best I can do. Um, my back's still hurting. It's years later. Uh, <laughs> it's Radio Australia, all about relationships.
Push the button, it's Edge Radio Australia. Malloy with you. And, uh, you know, I've got Wayne in the building, our resident expert. Uh, we say that because he's got a brilliant T-shirt. That, that just It just says credibility. Uh, would you like to explain, um, while I push the buttons, because that's basically my qualification, why, why? Please explain what's on your shirt. It's it's Mickey Mouse yes. from The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Ooh, which right. is part of the Fantasia suite. And we were just talking about sex. Look at that. Exactly. Okay. So, Fantasia. <laughs> no. No, yeah, not no. fantasy. Fantasia. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Clean it up. Okay. All so right. Fantasia was um, a series of shorts right. that were put to classical music. Okay. So I think it was uh, The Hall of the Mountain King by Grieg. Was that one? And so the sorcerer had gone mm. off and Mickey right. was the cleaner. Okay. And he saw the hat and he put it on and he was pretending to be a sorcerer. And suddenly he got his broom and thought, ooh, I'll make it sweep for me. So right. he started getting it to sweep and then it split into two and then four and then eight. And then suddenly he had hundreds of brooms sloshing water all over the place. And the sorcerer came back and he wasn't pleased. Right. So is this the story of how Dyson was invented? That's I mean, something like that, yes. <laughs> well, it's a cool shirt. I just, you know, just yeah. it's a bit childish, mate. I'm sorry. No. You know, I, that's, I, yeah. that's one of my favourite pieces of music and I'll tell you why. It is a great piece of music. It's brilliant. What I used to do with my two boys when they were little right. is I used to put that piece on and it starts off very slow. Dun, 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 dun. And we used to tiptoe around the house. Is that right? And then as it cool. sped up, we would walk faster and faster. And by the time we got to the end, we were just going, dun, 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 dun. we're running around the house like crazy idiots. Such good fun. Yeah, yeah. and simple fun, right? Absolutely. And, and this is what you need to do with your kids. You know, uh, get away from those electronic devices, <laughs> my yes, day. Exactly. And yeah, be a bit more analog, have a bit of music in the house. Have a, I think about my upbringing, and there's so much music in my upbringing. I mean, it's obviously brought me to where I am now, I guess. Mm. In life, but I, it was such a wonderful thing, you know, and loved it, loved it. Music is, it just, it just lights up your soul. Yeah, I think that's where I got a lot of my love of music because my dad was into country and classical and jazz and wow. all sorts. It's so. got to be eclectic, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I got my love of music from him. And even now he's still like, oh, there's this song. Trouble is he can't remember all the lyrics. Okay. So he'll generally just sing the one line over and over and over again. So we keep threatening <laughs> to get him a song book, you know, lyric yeah, book. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I hate when I'm listening to a song here on Edge, you know, and I'm listening to a song, having a great time, mm -hmm. and the artist gets the words wrong. It really annoys me. <gasps> I know. Oh, you think yeah. they'd get it right you after really all these would, years, you really wouldn't you? Would. Yeah, clearly, they're not the ones I know. <laughs> <laughs> the old misheard song lyrics. Right. That's always a good laugh. Absolutely, mate. So, anyway, where were we? Oh, well, that's right. We were talking about relationships. We were. That's <laughs> we're why we're here. We're not on a tangent. <laughs> so, like I said, I've met lots of people who, as they get older, they tend to carry a lot of this pain forward. Right. And if you're going to, I think it was Einstein, apparently, that said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again, expecting a different result. Sure. And that's the case. If you're going to go out and keep talking to the same people, if you're going to go out and keep having the same sort of conflict, if you, or if these things are going to keep repeating, it's because you're doing the same behaviours, same responses, yep. you've got the same belief. So if you want things to be different something has to be different and usually the only thing that can be different is you what's well, the only thing you've got control of absolutely well proper control of everything else yeah. you can influence or inspire or whatever but you can't control someone else thoroughly agree yeah. All right. and okay. you wouldn't want to i mean i wouldn't want to control my wife <laughs> you're a brave man if you tried <laughs> 
<laughs> Only because you've met her. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Me not stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, mate, you brought a lot of wise information. Okay. Some would say expertise. Do you have anything else you want to share with us? Blimey, we no, 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 I'm not throwing you out. Oh, no, 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 I was no, about just, to say, sure geez, we had a bit more. Sorry, don't want to give you the okay. wrong impression. Oh, scared me. Go for it, mate. Just, yeah, talk away. Okay, you were saying? No, no, I'm finished. Oh, I'm finished. Okay. I'm fine. <laughs> after you. No, after I thought you were about to give you. me something <laughs> wise to work with. No, 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 no. There's no grasshopper situation here. Oh, okay. Me. All right. So ultimately, though, mm. a relationship is an extension of you and how you operate within the world. Okay. So right. if you're someone who has beliefs that are contrary to what could be deemed effective, if you have tools that are ineffective, i.e. you've only got a hammer, you're, you have to expect a result that's going to be less than acceptable. Makes sense. All right. So if you keep having crappy relationships and I know I used to attract angry women and that I knew, know now looking back why they were angry and that was because of me. Oh, okay. No, no, because they were trying to provoke me to stand up for myself and stop okay, being okay. a doormat. All right. All right. So there is so, a positive side to it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So yeah. whenever I'm talking to someone as a client and they say, oh, I keep attracting these crazy ones or these narcissists or these whatever – I say, but you're attracting them for a reason. You need these people. You know, because you get sure. a lot of people will start off in a relationship mm. and it's all good and then it'll go south for some reason. Oh, all right? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like I need a T-shirt. <coughs> yeah, we've been talking about your fantastic t I just need a T-shirt that says, you know, like bunny boilers apply here. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, you know, you want to talk about attracting crazies. I, ser I should hang out at the local... Um, yeah, um, yeah, but you're not attracting those people anymore. Not anymore. And that, you know what, all <clears throat> jokes aside, okay, I don't anymore. My, I've made fundamental differences. I've got a wonderful, wonderful girl in my life and uh, who isn't, you know, has, uh, has never looked at any bunnies in a, in a scary way, um, has patted the cat with, you know, with love rather than terror. So you can change your patterns. Absolutely. And yeah, you can look at yourself and go, all right, okay, that's what I've been doing. I'm going to stop that uh, that insanity. I'm going to actually do things differently. Yeah. yeah. And and what I was about to say was, down the track, it's mm. easier to look back and go, oh, they were horrible the whole time through. And it's like, yeah, no, it's no. For who, and this, this is one I really want people to get. Okay. Any time we meet a partner, they are the exact person we need to be with, mm. not want to be with, we need to be with, for who we are at that moment in time. Okay. So... Regardless of which direction we go off in, they were perfect for us at that moment. So at whether moment. the relationship lasted a night or 10 years, yep. they were perfect for us. So the best thing we can do is get the lesson we need from them so we don't need to do that again. And we can then attract someone who is going to encourage us and give us the opportunity mm. to grow into that better version of ourselves. So yeah. as you said, you stopped attracting the bunny boilers yep. and you've got your lovely lady. Absolutely. And same as me. Mm. I learnt to stand up for myself and yep. stand in my masculinity, but I also kept my femininity so I can still sure. be nurturing and loving and all of that as well. So therefore, I attracted a woman who deserved a man like that. Yeah. And that became the woman that I deserved. And that's why now I have more fun, more laughs, more everything with her in one month than I did in the years I was with all the others. Yeah, I think you've got to take the lesson out of a relationship. You've got to go, okay, right, I've got to walk away and find a positive that you've 
has taught you what you don't want yeah. or things in yourself that exactly that, you know, attract badly. Or for that matter, you know, you could be, you've got to take personal responsibility. Absolutely. You know, you, 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 if it went wrong, hey, there's, you, you've got your chips in the game on this one, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, just learn from it, okay? Realise that this is an experience that you have got to come out with um, the other side and make changes that are going to make the rest of your life far better. Absolutely. Yeah. And no matter how shitty a relationship ends up, there's always something along the journey that'll be a nugget of gold yep. that'll be worth it's far more than what its size is. All right, mate. Like your wife has said to you many times, <coughs> you've got 30 seconds. Get it done. Let's say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you want to listen to more of these, yep. Wayne Brown, All About Relationships, it'll chuck up my podcast from all over the place. Yep. If you want to do one of my courses, do coaching, whatever, Wayne Brown Life Back on Track. Absolutely fantastic, mate. Time to get out of here. Have a wonderful weekend if you're listening to us today on Thursday. If you're listening to the replay on Sunday, I hope you've enjoyed it. Hey, you know what? This is how we do it. This is how we do it.